The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed in the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Ladies and gentlemen! Ladies and gentlemen! Ladies and gentlemen! Santa Claus! Yay! Welcome to the revolution. Jimmy old bird dog, you! That's right! Mrs. Bunny! hey yo. Oh my God! They are stinky, they are smelly, they get hair all over the place. They get a little thing called the mange, in a nutshell. Gross. Gross! I have to say, everyone clap. Hell yeah, pimp! You're on America's number one outdoor radio show. This is The Revolution with Jim and Trev, presented by Outdoor Channel. What would you do? Given the opportunity, you can make you can make a change. I mean, make a difference at your kids, your family. Wildlife conservation has been critical to sustaining Africa's heritage. And it is time to talk about the growing human demand for illegal wildlife products. The horns are literally worth their weight in gold, being sold on the black market to Asia and the Middle East. Despite all conservation efforts, illegal wildlife trade today is still widespread. But a lot of people are unaware of the human cost as well. More than a thousand rangers killed in recent years trying to stop poachers. This is an issue that has to be tackled on an international level. Saving conservation and protecting wildlife is at the very heart of what we do as hunters. And this much is clear. We cannot afford to fail in our mission to save a living planet. Thank you, Holy Eddie Roosevelt. <laughs> that was good. Where do I send my check? <laughs> Please send donations to us. Uh, we accept everything. Trap. All right, so we're on a crusade for conservation on today's show. And we love it. Current conservation concerns declining habitat, poaching, plus a look at predators and trapping. Mrs. Bunny? Hey, yo, how's it going? We are doing good. Merry Christmas, girl. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Look at Mother Nature on the run in the year 2015. <laughs> All right, so it still applies, right? Who's that, Don Williams? Or Neil what? Young after no, the Neil gold young. rush, 1970. That guy has a very sissy-like voice. <laughs> All right, so we're going to be joined by Ivan Carter of Carter's War. It's going to debut Monday, December 28th, 9 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. Yeah, what are we, we, we got We got a little clip. Of, of that, and that's a great show. Great show. I just picked food off of my mic. Um, <laughs> that was lunch. And so, no, we're going to do a double header with Ivan, correct? Yep. Yeah, we're also going to hear from Jeff Nimnick. He is the two time world, world champion, champion yeah. of the World Champion Coyote Calling Contest uh, down there in Arizona. Also, we're going to be joined by Mitch Petrie. He's the vice president of programming for Outdoor Sportsman Group. Going to be talking about the hit series uh, Wardens. It is uh, debuting its sixth season, correct? That's right. And it's going to be uh, on Monday, I think, uh, December 20th. Yep, as well, 6 p.m. Eastern Time, once again, Outdoor Channel, Mrs. Bunny! Yo! What are you going to talk about? The Land and Water Conservation Fund. Wow. Wow, that wasn't nearly as exciting. I <laughs> <laughs> had a big buildup, and then... So, okay. that, that BS with Bunny is brought to you by Nissan. Mrs. Bunny is the goddess of Earth, the mother of all. She feeds all the creatures that are in the worlds, all that go upon the godly land, and all that are in the paths of the seas, and all that fly. All these are fed off of her store. Or 
something like that. And she's brought to you by Nissan. I think that was your longest title yet. It might be. That it was might good. Be. All right, okay. so, Mrs. Bunny, what you got for us? For 50 years now, whether or not people know it or not, you know, we're really uh, cognizant as... Um, conservationists as hunters oh, yeah. of like the Pittman-Robertson Act and things like that. But yeah. a lot of people don't know about the Land and Water Conservation Fund. No. So for the last 50 years, this bipartisan um, bill, if you will, has been um, conserving America's outdoor recreational lands, which is the very foundation of like our world's best hunting and fishing traditions here in the States. Yeah. It dedicates, so it takes a small portion of the royalties that the nation collects for offshore oil mineral development. Mm-hmm. It takes the money from that and it uses it to purchase and conserve serve lands for national recreational areas and sends um, another flood of money to states and counties for their own recreational projects. Mm -hmm. So it's taking the monies from just a very small portion from this and sending it everywhere to do habitat enrichment and different projects and stuff like that in different states. I didn't know that. Yeah, so the fund has a cap of $900 million, but Congress typically funds it for less, far less, about $300 million on average. Uh, Since its inception in 1965, that means that roughly $16.8 billion dollars um, has been spent for sportsmen and other um, outdoor recreationists, including $3.9 billion for more than 41,999 state and lo- local projects. So wow. the money from this is going to a lot of great causes. It's, yeah. it's helping us keep up. So the problem here comes with um, the last budget deal when it expired in Congress. This was attached to that, and um, they decided not to renew it. What? Uh, Representative Bob, what? Rob Bishop out of Utah. Oh, Bob? Uh, he's the House National Natural Resources Committee chairman, he decided not to renew this one. And um, so his reasoning is he he's one of the people that believes there's too much land out west and that the government owns too much and that statistics show that um, 30% of the land mass is owned by the federal government, including some states, and that they think that the land is being mismanaged by federal agencies and they have a backlog of management work totaling in the billions, which, you know, to some extent is hey, true. It's true, yeah. To some extent, it's true. Um, however, the money that uh, is spent, um, this fund, is supposed to go in. That way, um, the taxpayers, essentially, have spent billions maintaining and, in many cases, improving this property for everybody. Mm-hmm. And then, in return, it pays back millions to the states because of um, recreational purposes and uses and things like that. Yeah. So, um, they've decided to kill it for now, unless they can get it attached to must-pass legislation, which might be happening this week in that congressional budget deal that's happening this week if they can even get that done however fun it is the land and water conservation fund it's something you should be paying attention to and so if you have any thoughts about this you should contact your congressional delegates and tell them um your thoughts on it it's been should we threaten them (laughs) is it that serious (laughs) like Jimbo's going to show up in a thong. (laughs) That would do it. And tickle you. Uh And they're like, oh, no, we're going to do this one. (laughs) For 50 years, it's been going strong, and it's done a lot of great things, you know. And so um, it's the reason we still have places to hunt and fish in a lot of of places. It's it's it's, like the guy woke up and was like, no, I'm not going to have breakfast. He's like, no, we're not going to do this. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) really, after 50 years and all the good that it had. I mean, you have to agree with him that, I mean, the government has mismanaged a lot of things, just they not have a lot like of- a fifty dollar hammer, and yeah. But I mean, hold it! Didn't you just buy a hammer for fifty bucks? I did from the government. <laughs> Death wish or something, wasn't it? Death stick. Uh-huh. Um, but no, it was from the government. But no, I mean this. This is just insane. Every the, the negative consequences that are going to come from this are. Well, unfathomable. If you go, right word? that's if, a good word. If you, if <laughs> you, I can't even say it now. If you Google, it's land- not fathom. 
How do you say that word? Fathom. I can't fathom. Thank something. you. I put the bull on it. <laughs> fathom. There's a lot of bull going on here. I, think so. I don't know what I was doing there. If you Google <laughs> Land and Water Conservation Fund, do a little bit of research on it before you call your um, congressional delegates. If you Google Land and Water Conservation Fund, the website for this um, for this fund comes up, and state by state, you can click on your state and you can see all the money that has gone to your state yeah. and to different projects that have gone on. And while the government may have mismanaged a lot of things in the past with with land, I mean. No no one's denying that. However, this money is going to a lot of great uses. So I encourage you to get on, log on, look at the different things it's doing. Places like Montana and uh, out west are really benefiting from these funds and does a lot of great things. Yeah, uh, if you're an outdoorsman, you've benefited from this. Exactly. Absolutely. So get on, look at look at it, look at what benefits for you and call your delegates and uh, uh, encourage them to vote for this. Yeah, and have breakfast. Look That's right. Mother Nature on the run. Don't you just look Neil Young. <laughs> uh, is that it, Miss Bunny? That's it, guys. That was amazing. You Thank did you very all much. this two pages in just that little bit? That was crazy. Your reading is impeccable. <laughs> Thank you. It is unfathomable. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> all right, so... That was awesome. Hey, who's on today's show? On uh, today's show, we're going to be joined by Ivan Carter of Carter's More Brand That's New Show. Going to debut Monday, December 28th, 9 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. He is coming up next. We're doing a two-parter. Yes, we are. All right, so Mrs. Bonnie. We'll see you after a bit, guys. See you after a bit. All right, so big shout-out to Outdoor Channel, outdoorchannel.com forward slash revolution. Nissan, nissanusa.com, Remington. Remington.com. High Mount Seasonings. H-I-M-T-N-Jerky.com. And Cabela's. World's foremost outfitter. At Cabela's. That was beautiful. Thank you very much. Crusade for Conservation on today's show. Uh, Coming up after the break, Mr. Ivan Carter. Brand new show once again debuting Monday, December 28th, 9 p.m. Eastern Time on... Outdoor Channel. Outdoor Channel. All right, so uh, is that... We good here? That's it. All right, got to get to a break. Ivan Carter. Coming up next. Thank you. Attention Revolution with Jim and Trav Holiday Shoppers. Right now at JimandTrav.com, you can get Mrs. Bunny's guide on kicking and taking names. Also, Jim's tips on what to do when you're lost on the dark continent. You'll find it all at JimandTrav.com. The Revolution with Jim and Trav. We'll be right back as we continue our crusade for conservation. When people and animals collide, things are never simple. What's going on here? In this wildlife-human conflict, I'm often called in to seek out the truth. To find out what's really happening on the front line. This specific group of people has got to be stopped. It's going to be a bad couple of hours to be a poacher right now. My name is Ivan Carter, hunter, conservationist, and wildlife investigator. Carter's War, series premiere December 28th, 9 p.m. Eastern, exclusively on Outdoor Channel. This is the sound of the Cummins V8 turbo diesel in the new 2016 Nissan Titan XD. This is the sound of the Titan flexing its 310 horsepower muscle. And its gooseneck hitch hooking up a massive trailer. This is the Titan's 550 pound-feet of torque, effortlessly towing over 12,000 pounds of boat, horse, pipeline, or RV. This is the sound inside the Titan's luxurious cabin, as the six-speed transmission puts the power to the road, and the fully boxed steel frame gives a smooth, solid ride. This is the sound of the Titan XD being named 2015 Truck of Texas by the Texas Auto Riders Association. And this is you opening the window for some real music from that Cummins diesel. That is the sound of the new Nissan Titan XD, the every-duty truck, coming this winter. Nissan, innovation that excites. 
Tow package and Cummins diesel engine are available features. See Nissan Towing Guide and Owner's Manual for proper use. Cargo and load capacity limited by weight and distribution. Always secure all cargo. Happy holidays from our family to yours. This is The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Presented by Outdoor Channel. Hey, we're back, and if you're just joining us, you miss Miss Bunny. She had a, an excellent piece talking about the Land and Water Conservation Fund, and you got to listen to that and see how it actually benefits the outdoorsmen everywhere. And how can they listen to that? They can go to JimandTravis.com. No, it's just Jim and Trav. JimandTrav.com. Go to Jim and Trav. Go to JimandTrav.com. All right, we're on a crusade for conservation on today's show. We're going to shorten names. Why don't you just call me Jim? I call you Jimby. I kind of well, lengthened your name. All <laughs> yeah. right, so we're just now being joined by Ivan Carter. Carter's War, brand new show, going to debut December 28th, 9 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. Bring peace and joy this Christmas to West Africa. Like that, Jimmy? Was that Steel? Ice. Steel? Who was that? That was a remake of Band-Aid. Oh, my oh. goodness. All right. So, anyways, Ivan, back to you. Ivan. Hello. Carter Carter's Ward uh, is going to debut Monday, December 28th, 9 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. What? What? I, I was going to say what? Outdoor Channel. <laughs> Did I not say Outdoor Channel? <laughs> I was going to. He was going to anyways. All right. So, Mr. You Ivan. give me the high side. Africa is home to Lord's most iconic wildlife. Yeah. It truly Elephants. is. But with a burgeoning population ever expanding... Uh, we got you, problems. It, it's kind of like the perfect storm for illegal activity because let's face it, the whole world is dealing with an unprecedented spike in illegal wildlife trade. Not that there is any legal wildlife trade, but it's threatening to overturn decades of conservation. So was that the whole premise? purpose, the premise of Carter's War to highlight that, to show your viewers what is truly going on? You know what's happened is over over the last two decades, I've I've hunted and guided safaris all over Africa through through a lot of the top wildlife countries there. And you know what you realise is that as the human population, as you alluded to, is growing at such a rapid pace, so the wildlife is getting squeezed. It's getting squeezed into smaller areas, getting squeezed into more marginal areas, and that's not to mention it's being seen as a food source. And and you know one of the things I always tell people is appreciating just the beauty of wildlife is a concept that can only really be understood by somebody with a full belly. As soon as you don't have a full belly, you're looking at wildlife in a whole different light. And, you know, the the concept of Carter's War is to get out there, bring into focus these issues, these issues of poaching, you know, meat poaching, you know, man-eating incidents that are happening in the continent more than you'd ever believe. And, of course, every one of them comes back to the same thing. There's too many people on the planet and, and not enough space for the wildlife. So where the wildlife and the people meet, there, there's this, this incredible conflict of one sort or another, you know. Yeah. Now, there's a divergence of, of what conservation really is. There's a lot of countries in Africa that have stopped hunting, and uh, that can't be a good thing, can it? No, absolutely not. And, you know, I think that the very best definition of the word conservation that I've ever heard is conserving the entire biodiversity of an area. And what that requires in today's world as we have less and less ground, you know, when you look at a country like Kenya, for example, there's only 40% of that land with wildlife that what was originally. And, you know, when you start looking at that, conserving the entire ecosystem requires management. And, in order for the, the local populations to accept their wildlife, to manage their wildlife, and to promote the growth of the wildlife population, they've got to see value in it. And hunters bring great value to the wildlife by truly paying large amounts of money 
to be out there in pursuit of that wildlife. And it's not always successful. However, whether you're successful or not, the money still changes hands. And, and that's the key criteria. Animals have to have value because if they've got value, they've got future. If not, they just going to get eaten. Yeah, talk with uh, Mr. Ivan Carter. Carter's War it is going to debut December 28th, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, that is Monday on Outdoor Channel. Now, you're talking about poaching for meat and also the value of wildlife. But when you have like Vietnam, China, Thailand, Korea, countries such as that, that they put a price on horns and tusks. Uh, or you have in Asia, tiger parts are selling like wildfire over there, whatever. <laughs> They're hot. Or bear gallbladders uh, getting top dollar in China. There's a huge market for all sorts of wildlife parts. How can you stop that? I mean, that is evil at its finest. No, you guys are absolutely right. That that that's exactly what it is. And you know, in Beijing, believe it or not, Chinese the the rhino horn fetches nineteen thousand dollars an oh, hour. Oh, really? And to put it in perspective, on the street, cocaine is one hundred and eighty dollars an ounce. So wow! You're looking cow. at something that is a hundred times the value of cocaine on the street, and so that value, people will do whatever it takes to get a supply. And even if it means, you know, this, this brutalization of a particular species. In the case of a rhino, believe it or not, in in the elephant realm, you know, there's still, you know, well over a hundred legal ivory carving shops in China, which means that, wow. you know, they, they've done some research. They found that. You know, the average man on the street, if he could afford it, he would like to have a piece of ivory that, that's been carved. And it's, it's a status symbol. It's a symbol of wealth. And nobody really puts a thought or a focus onto what it takes to get that, what, what's happening on the front line of where that item originated, be it a horn, be it a tusk. And I think that at the end of the day, what we've got to do as conservationists, we've got to hold tight. We've got to, we've got to lash ourselves to the main mast and wait for a generation. And if we can, within a generation, if people are educating in the schools in Vietnam and in China and, and in the, the consumer countries, if we are putting a lot of focus into educating those kids so that when they get to be adults and they are the ones deciding where they spend their money, that from day one they've been educated that, you know, this is not sustainable. But that what that takes is starting today, and it takes 30 to 40 years for those people to be the influential movers and shakers of, a, of an industry or of an economy. And we've just got to hold tight onto our wildlife till that happens, because until that changes, you know, it, it's something that, you know, it, it's really going it, to, it's really going to always be there as long as it's got this huge value, you know. You bet. Hey, we've been talking with Ivan Carter. And uh, Ivan, have you got time to stay on for a second segment of this? Because we got so many questions we want to ask and you've got the answers. What do you think? Yes, sir. I'd love to do that. All right. So one more time, check out Carter's War. It is going to debut Monday, December 28th, 9 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. Big shout out to Outdoor Channel, also Sportsman Channel, Remington, and Nissan. Hey, stick around. We'll be right back with Ivan Carter. Don't go anywhere. Merry Christmas. If you're looking for last-minute Christmas gifts for Travis, I have his Santa list right here. He wants a new gun, underwear, a Dukes of Hazard shot glass set, and the complete action figure collection from the movie Frozen. Happy Holidays from the Revolution with Jim and Trav. The boys will be right back. Being a team and a family is pretty much the same thing. We're always on each other's side. We're always there to back each other up. You want me to work the whole day? This is a family no one can refuse. 
news. I could see the steam coming out of them. Everything is for sale. Running the greatest gun shop in the West. Love the smell of walnut in the morning. Custom guns. Let's remain friends after all this. Uncustomary family. I wouldn't trade places with anybody. The Gunfather. Outdoor Channel Original Series. Season premiere Monday, December 28th at 8 p.m. Eastern. Cabela's is the world's foremost outfitter for hunting, fishing, and outdoor gear. You can outfit all your needs through Cabela's catalogs, online, and their many stores. With the best selection, prices, and quality, all backed by a legendary guarantee. For the best in outdoor gear, go to www.cabelas.com. No time to cook a full meal while hunting? Dine on High Mountain Seasonings Green Chili Casserole, Campfire Chili Macaroni, or Cajun Beans and Rice. Call 1-800-829-2285 today. The world's most innovative firearms manufacturer now masters the air gun. Break Barrel Power delivers a 1300 FPF message with a 22.9 foot pound punch. In your choice of five scoped rifles, many with today's top features, paired with Remington Air gun ammo and targets, the excitement never stops, and your range never closes. Frosty the Snowman! Nope, can't say man, may offend women. Frosty the Snowperson was a jolly! Nope, 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 can't say jolly, may offend angry people. Frosty the Snowperson was a big white lump of snow! Nah, see, that's just racist. This year, we've dumped holiday cheer in favor of political correctness. This is The Revolution with Jim and Trav, presented by Outdoor Channel. Hey, we're back, and if you're ready, we're ready. This is the second part of the Ivan Carter interview, and he has a new program on Outdoor Channel called Carter's War. It's debuting uh, December 28th, Monday, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. On Outdoor on Channel. Outdoor Channel stands I for to say that. Wild Animal Response. I this had to throw the, that in because you didn't let me in the first one. Second part of the interview with Ivan Carter. Doubleheader. It is a doubleheader. There you go. All right, so Ivan, you know, I mean. Who's on deck? You're a prolific hunter, but did there come a point in time in your life where you said, this is my corner of the world. You know, you know, this is where I came from. I'm going to do something about this. You took I a want... caretaker stance. Is that what happened, man? Did you just finally say enough is enough and that you are going to do something about this no matter the cost? Is that what happened? The stories have to be told. There's so many stories out there that are truly a secret. And, and when you look at Africa on TV as a whole, you know, no matter what channel you're looking at, there's nobody talking about this giant conflict that's raging between the human element that's growing faster than any human population has ever grown in history and the wildlife element, which in some cases is getting wiped out, in other cases is biting back. And, you know, these are stories that I'm just hoping that by telling these stories, getting people emotionally involved, I always say that the great future of wildlife is making sure that there's enough passionate individuals on the front line being supported by enough passionate individuals around the world. If we can achieve that, then we've got conservation right in the palm of our hand. Yeah, well, the thing is, you know, we, we have, uh, you know, problems with uh, with wildlife here and habitat and so forth. But the, the problems you talk about in Africa really kind of transcends the whole world. And there's a lot of organizations out there, you know, like uh, Dallas Safari Club and uh, Ducks Unlimited, uh, Wild Turkey Federation and so forth that are really trying to help the habitat and the species that they are promoting. But the fact of the matter is it takes money to do that, doesn't it? Yes, it really does. And, you know, I always say to people that, you know, rather than just forwarding an email or, or, or having a violent response to something that you, you know is wrong, why not pick up your phone, 
Grab your checkbook, send five bucks to the cause. If a million people send five bucks, it's a lot easier to find that than trying to find one person to write you a $5 million check. And let me tell you, on the front line in Africa, you know, things require money, things, but at the same time, you've, you've also got, you know, a, a, a scenario where a little bit can really go a long way. And so, you know, I think if we all get together, if we all passionately pursue the right thing, we can really make a difference. Yeah, talk with uh, Mr. Ivan Carter. Carter's War going to debut Monday, December 28th, 9 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. Now, w- one thing I want to bring up, and obviously uh, I'm sure you have thought about this before, Carter's War is going to put a target on your back. Um, You're bringing light to a very dark area. With dark some, continent. Yeah, with some very bad, bad men and women. I mean, this is dangerous. This isn't like... uh I walk into the dark in your house and stub your toe dangerous. This is like yep. life threatening dangerous. Um, yep. have you thought about that? And to what extent? I mean, obviously you're more than willing to go this far because it means so much to you, but that had to be a very tough pill to swallow to say, you know what? My life is worth putting these animals first. How, how hard was that for you and your family to, uh, come to that deciding factor? You know, it wasn't hard to make the decision, but it was hard to accept the reality. That said, it's something that whatever happens on the front line there, I'll always look back or look down with pride and say, you know what? I was striving to make a difference. And I think that if we all do that, particularly where wildlife is concerned, the future of the wildlife lies in the hands of the passionate individuals who prepared to take some risk to make a difference. And, and, you know, really, when I look at my family, when I look at what it takes to film an episode, if something happens, it happens because I was prepared to take that risk. If, if Lord willing, nothing happens, I'll be able to look back and say, yep, we, we managed to make a difference. None of the episodes, I will say, are about Ivan Carter, not at all. It's about me getting onto the front line and telling the stories of these truly unsung heroes of conservation that are you know, putting their own selves in harm's way almost on a daily basis to stop a poacher, to rehabilitate a rhino, to, you know, move a, a herd of elephants into a protected area, whatever it might be. And Carter's War, I believe, is going to be, you know, something that is really a series where people can learn the truth of what's going on on the spearhead of conservation, you know. You bet. we got to leave it right there. We've been talking with Ivan Carter. We did a two-parter with him today. And, boy, he has a lot to say about Carter's War, new program on Outdoor Channel, uh, starting December 28th. Yeah, that's a Monday, 9 p.m. Eastern Time, uh, once again, on Outdoor Channel. Now, Mr. Ivan, to find out more about you, possibly how we can get involved, man, join hands with you. Uh, where can we find you online? Because I'd like to hold your hand. Hey, Jim wants to hold your hand, Ivan. Where can we find you online? Well, on the Outdoor Channel website, um, we've got a page dedicated there. I'm on Facebook. Um, I'm on Twitter. I'm on Instagram. And then I have my own website at IvanCarter.com. So, um, yeah, any one of those things, um, we've got a team that is very, very responsive to any requests, any any questions or concerns or, you know, for anybody even just wanting to learn how they can help. You know, certainly that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to generate a, a whole audience of people who can understand how they as individuals can make a difference. All right, one more time. Make sure you watch Carter's War. It is going to debut Monday, December 28th, 9 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. Jimbo, who we got coming up next? Hey, coming up next, we've got the two-time world champion coyote caller, old Jeff Nimnick out of uh, Scotts Bluff, 
not Nebraska. <laughs> no. <laughs> He's from no. All right, Merry Christmas. Jimbo's obviously been hitting the eggnog a bit hard. All right, so Mr. Ivan, man, thank you so much for coming on, buddy. God bless you. Merry Christmas. Thank you so much, guys. Merry Christmas to you all, too. All right, big shout-out to Outdoor Channel, also Nissan and Remington. Got to get to a break. But first, here's a 30-second conservation highlight. From Miss Bunny. From Miss Bunny. We'll return in just a minute with... Miss Bunny. Or Jeff Nimbeck. Or Jeff Nimbeck. All right, see you after this. It's Mrs. Bunny against the clock in this 30 seconds on conservation that's brought to you by Nissan. The Sportsman's Alliance Foundation and its partners have filed a brief before the U.S. Court of Appeals in the long-running Western Great Lakes Wolf lawsuit. The case brought by the Humane Society of the United States and their anti-hunting allies sought to reinstate Federal Endangered Species Act protections for gray wolves in Michigan, Minnesota, and Wisconsin. The Alliance and their partners are fighting to ensure wolves are delisted and returned to state management. Stay right there. Our crusade for conservation continues next on The Revolution with Jim and Trev. In the wild, every animal has adapted to survive. As humans, we have learned from those adaptations to become better hunters. We're the planet's top predator, but we didn't get here alone. I'm Remy Warren. I plan to immerse myself in nature and hunt like an animal. The way of the hunter is a humbling path. I'm in awe of these creatures and those who came before me. Apex Predator, Thursdays at 10.30 p.m. Eastern on Outdoor Channel. It's America's favorite pistol, remastered by Remington. The model 1911 R1, perfected for smooth cycling and peak shootability. In several models spanning every application, from concealed carry to competition, pair it with Remington Ultimate Defense Ammo for absolute surety against any threat and our squeegee for effortless cleanup. Looking for the ultimate cooking machine for your backyard or patio? Look no further than Camp Chef's new pellet grill and smoker. With user-friendly features like an auto ignition, digital readouts, and internal meat temperature sensors, it's easy to smoke the tastiest salmon, ribs, brisket, and turkey you'll ever eat. And an innovative system makes cleanup a snap. Everyone will want the food you're cooking on your Camp Chef pellet grill and smoker. The quality smoker that's second to none. Find out more at CampChef.com. Camp Chef, the way to cook outdoors. High Mountain Seasonings, the world's best kits for turning your game into jerky and sausage. Look for the Bucking Horse logo at a retailer near you or on the web at www.himtnjerky.com. Wishing you and your family a happy holiday season. This is The Revolution with Jim and Trev. Brought to you by Nissan. Hey, we're back. This is a revolution with Jim and Travis and the phone lines are open at 785-846-7647. You know, before the break, we heard from Mrs. Bunny and she talked about all kinds of conservation things because this week it's Crusade for Conservation. She talked about wool. She, oh, wool. Also before the break was the second part of our doubleheader with Ivan Carter. Make sure you watch Carter's War. It is going to debut December 28th, 9 p.m. Eastern time on Outdoor Channel. Outdoor Channel right now. We're being joined by our commander-in-chief. He is serving his second term as the two-time world champion of the championship coyote calling contest down he's there. A, he's right there with Obama. Arizona Jeff, sir. Anyways, not Jeff. Congratulations, man. Tell us about this win, buddy. So exciting. Back-to-back wins. It was pretty incredible. Uh, you know, di- had different expectations this year. You know, I had a different partner. My partner I had from last year has, has a handful of kids and, and a couple boys that are all right about that college age and and he decided he wanted to hunt with one of those this year. So, you know, I said, hey, yeah, that's uh, that's awesome. So hunt with your son and, 
So I started recruiting, I guess you could say, a new partner for this year, way back, I don't know, <laughs> in, in the spring. And, and a good buddy of mine, Dustin Patterson, lives out in uh, eastern Kansas. So he, he hunts a lot of contests and has a lot of contest experience and wins a lot of contests. So, so yeah, we, we teamed up and, and had started putting together a plan, I don't know, eight months ago. And, and uh, you know, finally got down to Arizona about a week before the contest and, and started scouting around and finding coyotes and, you know, put a game plan together and, and executed it and, it. and it actually turned out the way we were hoping. Yeah. Now, the uh, contest was over two days. And uh, how do we stack up? How many did we get the first day? And then uh, what was your total? Yeah, so essentially it's a, it's a really a day and a half contest. You can hunt the whole first day, you know, daylight hours only. Um, and we ended up getting nine that first day. We, we had a few hiccups, um, let a couple coyotes get away, which normally in these big contests like that, you, you know, that usually comes back to bite you. So, yeah. you know, Saturday night, Saturday night sitting in the hotel, you know, we had nine, so we knew we were in it, but, uh, um, we knew we were probably behind a little bit, uh, and we knew we had some ground to make up, but, you know, we got our crap together and, and woke up, uh, uh, the second day and, and, and hammered him, you know, we hammered a, a triple, you know, killed three coyotes on the very first stand of, of that second morning. And that kind of just got us rolling. And, and, uh, and we ended up getting eight by lunch and we had to quit about noon. We had, uh, we had a few hour drive to get to check in and you had to be checked back in by two thirty that Boom. afternoon. So, so yeah, we, we were able to hunt till noon, but we had eight, uh, which gave us a total of 17 and, and we felt good. We felt we had a chance, but you know, the thing about those contests, you just never know the, the weather was really good that weekend. Um, no, no teams were really battling a lot of wind. Um, just really good calling conditions. So we didn't know, but we felt good with our 17 checking in and, and, uh, luckily for us, it ended up being enough. Yeah. We're talking with uh, Jeff Demnick. He's the two time world champion of the world championship coyote calling contest. All right. So the contest was held in Kingman, Arizona, correct? That's correct. Yeah. All right. So, I mean, you're a Midwest boy. You hunt all over Nebraska, Kansas, Colorado. Pretty centrally Wyoming. located, yeah, in the United yeah, States. Yeah. You're heading all the way down to Arizona, man. How do you do that? Do you make a couple trips? Do you go scouting? Do you line up properties? How do you line them up? Yeah, what? how did you do that, buddy? Well, yeah, it's a very good question. You know, what What I get a lot when I'm doing seminars or just talking to people in the coyote hunting world that, that really want to do coyote competitions, the biggest thing I get is, oh, well, I don't have a, I don't have a private ranch, you know, lined up, you know. Really one of the keys in, in contests, um, especially up in the Midwest where we're basically 100%, uh, you know, private ground is really to get a, access to a ranch where you're really the only one that hunts it. That, therefore, you know, the coyotes haven't been pressured a whole lot. There's a lot of coyotes there and that'll give you lots of opportunity to kill coyotes throughout the, the day and a half contest. Well, when you get down into Arizona, you know, Utah, New Mexico, you know, the tables kind of turn a little bit and you have tons of public ground. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, I think Arizona is roughly 50% uh, public ground. Yeah. So, you know, in a sense, I kind of get tired of people complaining or, or whining in the contest world that so-and-so has the best ranch. You know, that's the only reason they win these contests. So, you know, when Dustin and I put together this plan, I told him, I said, I said, Dustin, I really think we can win this thing hunting nothing but public ground. I said, let's make a statement. I said, People need to know that if they put in the work, you know, coyotes can be killed on public ground down there, and there's no reason anybody shouldn't compete in these contests. It shouldn't be, you know, enabled to use the excuse that, well, I don't have a private ranch down in Arizona, so I'm not going to go hunt that contest, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, that's what we did. We we did a little homework, uh, made some phone calls to some different uh, people that, that worked, uh, you know, either in, in BLM or... Um, the state offices down there, you know, checked on some aerial gunning schedules. You know, Arizona does some aerial gunning on public land to help antelope herds. 
and, and help with conservation. So obviously I wanted to find out what areas they were doing that in because obviously those areas, the densities are going to be knocked down a little bit because the aerial gun in the, in the spring and summer, you know, so. Um, did some research on that. And then, like I said, from there, we just, we went down about four days early and, uh, we had all the maps, we had everything we needed. And, and at that point, it's just a matter of getting in there, seeing if there's coyotes and then putting a plan together. Yeah. There's guys all over the country listening to this interview right now, all saying BS. They, <laughs> he see, can't, no, he didn't do that. Well, see, the, the difference is nobody else has a truck named the fur burner. Okay. <laughs> That's <laughs> so, right. The fur the burner. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> you know, and the big thing was, you know, the big thing was, you know, we did. We hunted on nothing but 100% public ground. It was kind of a statement thing, you know, to say, you know, to kind of give everybody hope that, hey, you don't have to have a killer ranch, private ranch locked down to be able to come and compete in one of these contests, you know, put in a little time. Um, there's great public land access, especially down in that southwest corner of the country, and, and it can be done. You bet. Hey, we've been talking with Jeff Nimnick. He is a two-time world champion coyote caller, and, of course, uh, when he has birthday parties, his pinata is a coyote. That's right. Now, Mr. Jeff, to find out more about you, coyote craze, predator falls, all that good stuff, man, your recent wins, where can we find you online? Uh, CoyoteCraze.com, and then, obviously, all the social media stuff, Instagram, Facebook. I'm not a Twitter guy, but, <laughs> but the other two, you can you can find me there. And then, uh, like like you mentioned earlier, the Predator Paul, right there on your uh, JimTrab.com, probably one of the best places to, to find information for me. That's right. Mr. Jeff Nimnick, one more time, he is the two-time world champion of the World Championship Coyote Calling Contest. Won it down there in Kingman, Arizona. He's a two-time winner in our book. All right, so big shout-out to Mr. Jeff. Uh, one more time, CoyoteCraze.com. Also find Predator Pulse at JimmyTrab.com. Uh, big shout-out to Outdoor Channel, Nissan, and Remington. Mr. Jeff, you're so awesome, buddy. Merry Christmas. Hey, same to you guys. Always a pleasure. All right, who we got coming up next, Jimmy? Hey, next is old Mitch Petrie. Of course, he's the vice president of programming for Outdoor Sportsman Group. He's on deck right after this. Don't go anywhere. Happy holidays from the revolution with Jim and Trev. Yup, it's been a great year. For the 12 days of Christmas the revolution gave to me. Trav's beard is awesome. Mrs. Bunny's a hottie. Nissan trucks are rocking. Outdoor channel is awesome. Cat Daddy is efficient. Chance is not in jail. Cabela's, Cabela's, Cabela's. Jim got a new me. More guns for us, beautiful little kids, Tommy Bahama rocks, and grateful that you have chosen us. Stick around, the revolution with Jim and Trav will be right back. Best place to hunt giant mule deer is Colorado. So plan your dream hunt by purchasing Colorado's Biggest Bucks and Bulls today at www.coloradosbiggestbucksandbulls.com. Located in the heart of Maui's premier resort, Kanapali Beach Hotel is officially recognized as Hawaii's most Hawaiian hotel and the number one best value in Hawaii. With a range of accommodations and affordable dining options, this is the ideal setting to turn Hawaiian dreams into lifelong memories. Live Hawaiian entertainment every evening, free year-round children's programs, weekly arts and crafts fairs, welcome breakfast, and departure kukui lei ceremonies add to the value. Swim in the whale-shaped pool, indulge in the fabulous spa and hotel salon enjoy hawaiian hospitality at its best at the kaanapali beach hotel 
Call 800-262-8450 or go to kbhmaui.com. That's kbhmaui.com. Aloha. Come on the Maui Beach Hotel, Maui's Hawaiian Hotel. We're on a crusade for conservation. This is The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Presented by Outdoor Channel. Now, back to the boys. Hey, we're back. You're listening to The Revolution with Jim and Trav. And before the break, we heard from old Jeff Nimnick, and he's a two-time world champion, Coyote Collar. He's the ODD. Uh-oh. Original Death Dealer. For Coyotes. Ah, for Coyotes. All right, so we're on a crusade for conservation on today's show. Just now being joined, though, by Mitch Petrie. Yeah, actually, he he actually... Uh, uh, actually, you What did he up. do? He did a lot of stuff. What did he do? You he tell He invented me. the Petri dish. He inv- Wow. All right, so he is the vice president of programming for Outdoor Sportsman Group. I'm going to be talking about Wardens. Uh, their sixth season is going to debut Monday. That is uh, December 28th, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on uh, Outdoor Channel. Kind of interesting fact, though, here. This about is a factoid. This, this is amazing. In the U.S., game wardens, they patrol 2.3 billion acres, but there is only 5,820 game wardens doing that. Patrolling. 2.3 billion acres, guys. And they do it on a hoverboard. <laughs> yeah, one of those segues. That's just crazy, Mitch. You know, I've never uh, rolled it up that way. Our show focuses on Montana. and We're very much focused on the fact that Montana, one of the biggest states in the union, has less than 100 game wardens covering all of that territory. There are game wardens in Montana that have over 400 square miles oh. in their in their area. So uh, it makes for uh, an interesting position. Uh, and I'll tell you what we found is the game wardens and the, the best of the best, they rely heavily on their communities. And so they're a big part of it because they can't cover that ground. So they need to be able to, you know, tap into local relationships and people need to feel comfortable to call them. And I think that's true across all of uh, the U.S. I know there are some states, uh, we've dealt with Michigan a little bit, and Michigan has several hundred uh, in a land area that is much smaller, but but they still rely on the same basic uh, skills. You know, it's it's tough. You can't be everywhere. You can't cover every nook and cranny. And by the way, the people who they're chasing, trying to enforce, are actively trying to hide from them and from <laughs> animals. So it makes the job even more of a challenge. Well, think of how dangerous that is. 400 square miles, one game warden. And, and I don't think people realize. And a lot of guns pointing at them. There's, yeah, everybody that they are um, After. coming in contact with, you know, because not all are found guilty or are guilty. Um, they're carrying firearms. The potential for danger is at an all-time high. I, I don't think people are aware just how dangerous their right. jobs truly are, Mitch. Yep, there's a lot of training that goes into it for their own safety and also the safety for our crew, by the way. You know, yeah. we follow along and we're part of this, but we have uh, a lot of training for our crew and also a little bit of training for the wardens that go with us. So in the field, the wardens, we call them, they're the CEO of the shoot there. So they determine what what is uh, what happens in the field or what doesn't happen. And, you know, our cameras are required to stay back until the warden feels as though they have, you know, the situation under control. And, and uh, you know, so it, it does uh, impact a little bit our, our flexibility on the production and, and really makes it even more impressive that we are now in our sixth season. In fact, uh, we did a couple of seasons where the episodes were an hour long. But if you count the episodes as uh, like every 30 minutes being one episode, we will hit 
our 100th episode of Wardens on Outdoor Channel this season. Oh, wow. Yeah, really? Well, here, here's another uh, a fact that we found out. We found a high of like $71,000 a year for income to a low of like early 40s. Uh, that is not a whole lot of money. There's a whole lot of pride that they get paid, if you will, just being a game warden and being out there and doing that conservation effort because they're the first line of defense when it comes to defending not only habitat, but also the critters that are out there. Yeah, you, you've touched on a, a, a sensitive subject, I think, across all of law enforcement in the U.S. You know, yeah. most, you know, law enforcement and, and those who, you know, who defend us on a daily basis, they're not in it for the money. It's, it truly is a calling for them. And you, you talk to, a, you know, a good cop, a good warden, you know, a good uh, EMT or a good firefighter, you know, they, they truly, you know, are there because they love to serve their communities and the Montana game wardens are, are no different. And, uh, you know, we do what we can to support them and, and to, you know, demonstrate their value to their communities. And, you know, by and large, uh, the communities support them as well. Yeah, we're talking with uh, Mitch Petrie. He's the vice president of programming for Outdoor Sportsman Group. I uh, want to mention also Warden's debuting sixth season, December 28th, 6 p.m. Eastern time on Outdoor Channel. Now, let's talk about Outdoor Sportsman Group uh, and you being the vice president of programming. Um, that's a new dig. That's a huge responsibility. And you're bringing programming into our homes. You're showing a lot of kids a new lifestyle that they're not accustomed to. Uh, you're basically representing the outdoors on television. Um, let's talk about your job, man. It's some new shows coming up, exciting things that we can look forward to. Yeah, I, I, you're starting to make me nervous. I hadn't really <laughs> thought of it that way, but you're right. It is a big responsibility. Yeah, and the, huge. The programming that our networks choose to air uh, really is, you know, uh, recognized from the very top down, from our owner all the way down. Is uh, you know, we're we're very mindful of what we bring to air, and you know, we have it's a lot of moving parts, and and it's a little bit like you know, turning a ship. But you know, our goal is to uh, differentiate our all of our networks, but particularly Outdoor Channel and Sports channel so you're going to see things in first quarter on sportsman channel like jackie bushman classic so jackie oh, yeah. sends a show that's been on outdoor channel forever and we're going to bring some of those shows over because we think that will appeal greatly to our audience and we got a few other shows doing the same we have jay gregory from uh, pse's wild outdoors he is a long-standing uh, fantastic hunter and um and with a very entertaining show he is moving over to sportsman channel um to help fill a void that we had where we we really want to appeal to the hardcore uh, hunting enthusiast on Sportsman Channel and Outdoor Channel. We're doing things like Wardens and like Carter's War, which is debuting uh, this year as well, and a few other things up our sleeve for first quarter, uh, where you know the focus is more on high-level entertainment and characters, and also some content that we feel will go beyond uh, our core hunting audience to bring in new viewers, and to really the ultimate goal is to increased participation in all activities hunting shooting and fishing on all networks and now we've got two great channels to program to help deliver on that mission you bet hey we gotta leave it right there we've been talking with mitch petrie and of course he's the vice president of programming for outdoor sportsman group that's right now mitch to find out more about you and more about wardens one more time it is going to debut monday december 28th that is 6 p.m eastern time on outdoor channel man 
Uh, where can we find that stuff online? I think we just go to OutdoorChannel.com or TheSportsmanChannel.com or WorldFishingNetwork.com. Those are the great networks. That, uh, that's where the best information is. I, my information is boring compared to what we offer on the <laughs> so. All right, one more time. That is Mr. Mitch Petrie. He is the Vice President of Programming for Outdoor Sportsman Group. Make sure you watch the sixth season. It is going to debut of Wardens. That is Monday, 6 p.m. Eastern Time, uh, December 28th on, on uh, Outdoor, Outdoor Channel. Channel. Got to get to a break. Big shout out, though, to Outdoor Channel, also Sportsman Channel, Nissan, and Remington. Mr. Mitchman, God bless you. Merry Christmas. Thanks so much for calling in, friend. Thanks. You have a great day. All right. Close is coming up next. Right after this. Here's Mark. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. I'm all about Kwanzaa. We don't care what you celebrate, as long as you celebrate with us. The Revolution with Jim and Trav will return right after these messages. Dream hunts, 1,000 dream photos, hundreds of dream hunting stories. Buy Colorado's biggest bucks and bulls at 719-661-4037 to live the dream. This is the sound of the Cummins V8 turbo diesel in the new 2016 Nissan Titan XD. This is the sound of the Titan flexing its 310 horsepower muscle. And its gooseneck hitch hooking up a massive trailer. This is the Titan's 550 pound feet of torque, effortlessly towing over 12,000 pounds of boat, horse, pipeline, or RV. This is the sound inside the Titan's luxurious cabin as the six speed transmission puts the power to the road, and the fully boxed steel frame gives a smooth, solid ride. This is the sound of the Titan XD being named 2015 Truck of Texas by the Texas Auto Riders Association. And this is you opening the window for some real music from that Cummins diesel. That is the sound of the new Nissan Titan XD, the every-duty truck, coming this winter. Nissan, innovation that excites. Tow package and Cummins diesel engine are available features. See Nissan Towing Guide and Owner's Manual for proper use. Cargo and load capacity limited by weight and distribution. Always secure all cargo. We specialize in people that are sick. Would you mind telling me just when you two caballeros contemplate leaving? Thanks for joining us this week on The Revolution with Jim and Trev. Hey, this is a great show today. This was a great show, and we want to mention, remember old Verizon Fios drop? Those guys are nuts. Outdoor Channel and Sportsman Channel, but don't worry! Xfinity, call in today, and you can get it at 855-339-6117, or you could go to KeepMyOutdoorTV.com to find other providers in your area that carry outdoor and sportsman channels. So there you go. But great show. A big shout out to uh, Mitch Petrie, also Ivan Carter, Jeff Nimnick, and Mrs. Bunny. Thanks for having me, guys. You're amazing. Yeah, and hey, we want to say a special thanks to our 444 affiliate stations or advertisers and everyone that makes this show possible, like Miss Bunny, Bonjour, producer Mark Canary, and Frank the Sound Guy. And we want to say Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas to you! <laughs> As Bunny's yawning. Or Merry Fishmas. Merry Fishmas and take some kids outdoors uh, this holiday season. Introduce them to hunting, fishing, and also donate wild game if you have any. God bless you. Once again, Merry Christmas, and we love you, boys and girls. We'll talk to you next week. Peace out. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. 
The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.